Dave Wanstead is listed as a former NFL coach from from the from the Chicago by, of the cup. Oh, oh boy. Tell him throw the flag. I knew it was you all along, Missouri. I'm not gonna stop you. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop you for different reasons. I'm going hungry. Ninety five point one to rocket. Every week I think of something that grinds my gears and I'm like Man, I gotta write that down for the next time we record. Nah, I'll remember it. I'll remember it. I always forget, and I forgot again. Episode one seventy three of Throw the Flag, guys. We're finally back. The season's back, and we're back after a short hiatus. Yeah, we actually have football on the books and football in the future. It's a good time to be alive. Uh, Hankins, um, how you feeling about being back, baby? I'm just happy to have sports back in my life filling me up and making me realize it's really all I have going for me. So I'm fucking ecstatic. <laughs> um, <laughs> we should, uh, full disclosure, I am watching the 49ers game and you are watching the Buccaneers game as we're recording. Touchdown Tom is a doing it. Raheem Mozart just caught an 80 yard pass. So we're up 10, nothing on the cards, but we're and talking. We're canceled because the NFL has now shut us down. <laughs> oh, is that a, we didn't have express written consent to discuss. <laughs> we we had implied action. oral consent. We had uh, implied oral consent, meaning that I blew Roger Goodell. Oh my. <laughs> ooh, ooh, it, we're back and we're bluer than the ever. Guys. We are edgy. 2020, throw the flag. Oh man. Um, so we're going to wait until next week to do our SEC predictions. Okay. Because SEC doesn't start until the 26th. Everyone okay with that? I'm fine. Fine with that. we got a full weekend's worth of some games to talk about. Because as uh, I, I, I say this like I'm the decision maker when uh, the pre-production meeting, it was just uh, Creole that said it and then Hankins agreed. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, and the reason because He that- presents as a white man here. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I, I reason, presented a motion, Hank and seconded it, and that was all we needed. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. Two out of three. Um, uh, also, it's because the Big 12 doesn't play any games next week. Yeah, next week's schedule is kind of thin. Uh, Hank, is there, and, is, there is a big game that you can go to and represent the podcast well. Uh, UCF is at Georgia Tech, so... You know, come on, Hankins, go there, you know, rep us, spit on somebody, flash somebody. Why not? Raise a little hell. Go go fight that kid in blackface Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) who puts on the ghetto buzz outfit. I will say that, uh, Hankins, this trip will not be uh, eligible for reimbursement because we we have still not received any of your... uh, We need the receipts. uh, We we actually paid up front for Mm -hmm. your trip Mm -hmm. to uh, Levi Mm -hmm. Stadium for the Illinois Bowl game last year. Guys, I'm getting a w- the connection's super weird. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Are you are you in a tunnel? Is it a thunderstorm? Oh. Yeah, that's so weird. It's got a lot of clouds in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know, actually, the Big Twelve probably shouldn't play any games anyway yeah. next week because they went zero and three against the Sun Belt yesterday. Yowza! Right? <laughs> I mean, like yowza! I thought like, I thought Les Miles was like this great guru of a coach uh, i i will eat my hat like les miles mm-hmm. eats that grass because <laughs> kansas is now zero and two i believe they're own two all time against that opponent there that was their oh, first that's loss what this it was. season yes okay. yes it was supposed oh to be a big God. revenge Look, game we for all kansas, know but it just didn't pan out what happened with that kansas job the kansas job Les would be great at if they had made their first move and hired the three of us. Yes. If it was mm-hmm. us and less, we'd be doing great. Still but here, by the way. I think I think we wouldn't have been as good without less, and I definitely know he's not as good without us. I mean, I just I just think that it's it it, it it it's honestly insane. I mean, we're still here. We're still here. We're ready to take that job, sight unseen. That was part of the hiatus from the last couple of weeks, was we thought that 
We'd heard some yeah. back channels. Jimmy Sexton had put in some some emails and some. Calls, I had a Zoom, and we honestly thought we were going to get the job. I, yeah, Krill had an had actual Zoom, interview, so it was something was in the books we, and something was cooking. We negotiated on good faith mm-hmm. with both with both the University of Kansas, I'm sorry, Kansas University, and Jimmy Sexton. And mm-hmm. maybe it's because he has too many clients, but the fact that he could only interview one out of three, it's <laughs> just. Uh, it, it's not a good look, and I'm not. I'm not. Cons- I'm, I'm not convinced that there's going to be anybody looking out for us in uh, uh, with that job. No, no, no. I agree. I, I'm just. I'm really taken aback by the whole process. Uh, there was no transparency. Mm-hmm. No, at zero. All. I, I found it very strange that Jimmy Sexton told us he just had a, uh, a trial of a Zoom account that would only allow for one user. That was weird. Um, I thought a guy like him would at least have a regular one thing, be able to have like 10 or 12 people on at least. Um, I thought it was all strange. Um, I thought it was weird that they kept telling us to meet them in Kansas City. <laughs> I thought that was strange. And then they booed us soundly. Yeah, we and were it was, booed once we got to Kansas City. And it was the Kansas City, Missouri part. Which was even strange. Yeah, that side of it, yeah. I think they're just giving us the run. We shouldn't have been. That's my I bad. think it's a, they had to interview us because of minority mm-hmm. hire rules. And I think we were used. I mean, I'm clearly black. Sean is a pedophile. And then Creel got the interview. What the fuck? So. Yeah. We shouldn't have been holding hands. I think that's why Kansas City booed us. We were trying to have a sincere moment of unity. And we got booed out of both states, which was weird. I didn't I didn't appreciate that uh, Jimmy Sexton offered me a Zoom, but it was like a free trial. So it, it, the max was 40 minutes. <laughs> I was like, fuck this, I'm not even getting on. And he just dicked around talking about recipes for the first 38. It was, I mean, and I would have engaged because I'm a new new customer of HelloFresh. I'm also a new ex-customer of HelloFresh. Mm-hmm. That, that's another story <laughs> altogether. Um, so football. Football. Uh, let's, just, I mean, start with the only conference that mattered yesterday, I guess. Uh, Florida State lost their fourth consecutive home opener. Well, you know, uh, a, the cupboard the cupboard has not been sto- stocked or stacked by either Jimbo or Willie Taggart. It's just not well, a not a good Willie Taggart for this. It's not a good. It's not in good shape. It's going to take a major rebuilding job. I think people thought Mike Norvell would be able to turn it around quickly, but they just don't have the horses. It's it's going to take a, a major rebuild. Freezer, you're you know you're closer to that thing. Than we are because that was your ancestral sure, yeah. school. Like, can you believe that the Florida State that you grew up liking is this? Now, look, obviously teams go up and down. That can happen. That's we were that team. We were that team for a long sure, time. Sure, we were that team. But even as embarrassing as Alabama got, it was sort of a the drop off was not nearly as precipitous as fast. Alabama just went on a slow decline, yeah. bottomed out, and then they made the the right decision. And they fixed it. Florida State was fine, and then they weren't. Yes, it was very. <laughs> what it was happened? night and day. It was uh, you know they won the championship in thirteen, and then in fourteen they made the playoff, and then just. For whatever reason, whatever Alabama mojo broke Jimbo them in the had, season opener four years it, it ago, it fell apart so quickly, and then he was gone. They tried to bring in a fresh new hire in Willie Taggart. Um, it didn't work, so they bounced him, and now they're on their third coach in uh, you know four seasons. It's just you know, it's it's happened so quick because uh, Jimbo really had that thing rocking and rolling, and now it's just nothing. There's no talent. There's no direction. Uh, other teams in the conference are, have taken over. It's like Hankin said. It's really just curious in a quick like six seasons to see uh, see this one pro- once proud program just uh, fall so quickly. Well, can, can did they clean the program up? Is that is that part of what happened? Did I mean like look again? I'm not throwing stones. I'm saying be as dirty as you fucking want to be as long as you don't get caught. Whatever. But, like, was it that Bobby Bowden was just so good at being so dirty that once they started playing by some rules, then everything that should affect that college, like their location, um, the crazy competition in that state and now around them, all just finally caught up with them when they weren't cheating their faces off? I guess I could see that happening. And I think it's just a combination of 
combination of the things. I think who they've been trying to recruit, just that hasn't panned out. The coaching hasn't panned out. Everything's just fallen flat. Like they're just dealing out a deck of cards and against blackjack against a dealer who's hitting 20, 21s, and they just keep on getting 12s and 13s. It's just for whatever reason, it's something's just not clicking. Maybe there's a voodoo curse on them of sorts. Um, well, and it is weird that th- them and Miami are basically the same team now, and they were basically the same team when both of them were good as well. Sure, it is very strange. That and I wonder, you know, how much of those programs are dependent upon brand name, because essentially they were both new money. Yeah, yeah. And new money is great until it's not as crisp and shiny, and you don't have the old stuff to fall back on, like an Oklahoma would, or even like a Tennessee, who does have some old cachet to fall back on. They don't really have a great history to to stand on, and so when the brand gets tarnished, who the fuck wants to go live there? Except for Miami, which is great, but I mean, like, you know, they have some other issues to face. Um, so it's uh, first of all, Hankins, I'd like to. Um, it, it, it is hilarious that you said cachet because that was my fucking grind my gears. What do you say, cash? <laughs> I I can't goddamn stand when people incorrectly use cachet and Hankins used it correctly. There are people who, when when they say, uh, "I found a cash." of uh, discount codes or a cache on my computer or a cache of uh, weapons in an arsenal. Okay. It's a cache. Yes. C-A-C-H-E. Okay. Cache, C-H-C-A-C-H-E-T. Chanteuse? Is, is, is cache, meaning prestige, meaning Gravitas. the ability, like, mm-hmm. Like exactly like oh he got he got uh, uh he got into the rainbow room with no reservations because Matt Hankins has some cachet around here like thank you Matt Hankins for not just using it correctly um but uh reminding me for the first time ever your gear grind what my gear grind was um but it's I'd all- like to add an addendum to that real quick yeah while we're go on for the subject it. um I used to work on the phones doing um, IT support. And one of the things you have to do in that often, freezer, as we talked about offline this Mm -hmm. week, is clear cookies and cash from time to time. I had a coworker who would pronounce that, clear your cookies and catch. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not how that works. And, and so the biggest offenders of this are like two other podcasts that I love. And it's Henry Zabrowski on Last Podcast on the Left. And it's Paul Shear on How Did This Get Made. And it bugs me every fucking time. Any hoozles. Oh, also, uh, Creel used the correct term of uh, clench yesterday. <laughs> <clears throat> so he didn't mean to, but he did. Um, I so, wrote it in a text message and I freaked the fuck out because I did. I was you because you have browbeat me so much. I had no clue, so I, I porky pigged it and went with another phrase. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a that's a good term for that. Also, I appreciate you browbeating me of my browbeating because it's made me a better person. I doubt that, but go ahead. <laughs> Um, so no, it's a funny thing that you mentioned Miami because I was trying to think of who would be an analog to Florida State, and I was I, <laughs> Analog Man is a uh, wonderful song that uh, at least Matt, Matt Hankins thinks so that you can check out on Cold Dog Soup about a month uh, month ago. Um, <clears throat> the uh, but no, I was thinking Tennessee, but. Miami, I think, is definitely a little bit closer. But, I mean, are there any other of those teams that were... I don't think Tennessee was necessarily new money uh, as much no, as Miami, no, no, no. Miami or Florida State was. But, like, are there any teams that... I mean, you know, Creel says six six years and that it sounds silly at first, but, like, six years is a pretty damn quick collapse yeah, for a, a, that's a, rough. a program like them. Um, Texas um, kind of went through a little bit of this four or five years ago when uh, after they played Alabama in the championship game in 09, they had a, a rough go in Matt Brown's last couple years. Um, they still haven't really bounced all the way back, but they still had more uh, more of a brand name than Florida State did or does. Uh, Boise, Boise State would be that, but I mean, yeah. they're smaller and, you yeah. know, they had the thing of, 
great coach who decided to hang around for longer than you would expect him to. Yeah. Um, so they had that. Washington is kind of one of those teams that happens their new money multiple times, which is weird. You know, they were in the 90s, they were new money then. Sure. Then they were dead. Then they were new money again, and they're kind of back down. Yeah. Maybe um, Oregon is kind of in that same boat. They haven't really broken the yeah, glass ceiling, yeah, but yeah. if they crashed, I wouldn't be surprised, you know. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, so, I, again, it's it, it's funny you kind of uh, talk about Washington in that way, Hankins, because I was trying, uh, while we were talking, I'm trying to just, like, <clears throat> get a handle on what Notre Dame has done. Because it's something I've been thinking about for a while, but can we have a conversation about Notre Dame kind of being an overrated all-time program? <laughs> well, I'm ready to have that. I, literally, yesterday, as I was getting ready for the games to start, I had to run around, and I'm listening to... I guess it's probably game day on the radio. And there was a, uh, I don't know if it was Ryan McGee or somebody, did a big essay on how thankful they were to Notre Dame for accepting the ACC's offer to be in that oh, conference because that. they think it, oh, it was awful, Shawnee. It was awful. And um, it, it took was, them three quarters to chase Duke away yesterday. Correct. But how thankful they were because that sort of was the thing that got the ball rolling for the ACC and helped everybody else sort of come on board because ACC was the first one to say we're going. Um, and he it ended with him signing it. Thank you, the other 76, which was infuriating. Oh, fuck um, that. But in that lead-up, he says, we know Notre Dame, you've won 12 national championships. And I just go, <laughs> Because my first thought was, A, we got more than that. B, how many of those were won before black people could play? Mm-hmm. And C, they haven't had one in like 30 years. Well, so so here's the thing. People can't have it both way when they criticize Alabama for saying we have, uh, what is it now, 16, 17? 17. Like, pe- people can't have it both ways and say that fucking uh, Princeton and Yale have 26, <clears throat> uh, Notre Dame has 12, uh, because those those championships were judged in the same manner that ours were. The same uh, miscounting that ours did, yes, but we catch the hell for it. And no, but back to your original point. I'm just, we've, I've, I've got so, this off. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. So, so, so that's a number two. People can't also have it both ways, particularly against Alabama, saying, "Well, you know, before this dynasty, you were good for." You won a championship in 92, and then you hadn't done anything since the 70s. Well, how much better can you define Notre Dame than that? It's true. Because and they skipped the they skipped the 90s as well. Yeah. Like, and if not for the Lou Holtz thing, then they who sk- knows? Because they they've the, been shit since Lou Holtz. They skipped the 90s, and, and honestly, like, uh, I mean, Creole's going to be our best historian for obviously anything, but like... Uh, particularly like the Notre Dame good years, especially when they what did they do in the ni- in, in the nineties with Florida State? They tied them or something. They like beat that? them. Cool. They beat them one in ninety three, but then they lost the next week. Uh, so they were on the outside looking in at the end of the season. Um, so in the nineties, that was like their only that was their best team. Um, and then in o- Brady Hoke was their head coach. Case dismissed. Yeah. Eighty nine, they had that. Eighty nine, they almost won the title, but a uh, punt return by Rocket Ishmael got called back for clipping. Uh, and they had some decent, so no. decent teams in like oh five, oh six, when Charlie Weiss somehow was like uh, sure. the wizard of the offense until they crashed. But yeah, you're they're right. Uh, they're they're just a uh, they're 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 an okay program. They're definitely living off of a lot of. Uh, you know, my old money, old money. My grandfather rooted for them. Uh, I grew up rooting for them. We're Catholic, yada, yada, yada. Uh, they're the best nine and three team you, you will ever see. Yeah. But you guys, and I did hear a stat that they're, um, that when they joined the ACC this year, their schedule actually is easier. Yes. (laughs) Based on what they were going to play versus what they're playing. The schedule is actually easier. And for all that, they gave Brian Kelly an extension. So he'll be murdering well into the future. I will say (laughs) that come come November, when they host Clemson, I know you'll crawl over to Notre Dame's side and be rooting for him. We all know it'll happen. Oh, of course. A hundred percent. I mean, I, we had the conversation yesterday, Creel. Like, I don't know, whether to root for them. I mean, I hope they lose every game, but I don't know whether or not to root for them this year because Clemson's only 
uh, opposition in in the fuck in the conference this year is North Carolina. They don't even play them in the fucking regular season. I can say with clarity and certainty, when Clemson and Notre Dame line it up, I will be rooting for Clemson to beat them by sixty wow. points. <laughs> because Notre Dame beating them does nothing for me. Them playing a tight game is even worse. I don't no. Clemson needs to destroy them. That is what I hate Dabo. We all know it. But they Clemson has moved into the uh, Peyton Manning, Tennessee Volunteers stage of my life where I don't want anybody to beat him but me. I let him destroy everyone else. The Clemson is that good. They, that's just it's, it'd be lying to say they're not. So I don't want somebody else to knock them off. I want my pound of flesh, and if I'm not good enough to beat them, then I just got to put up my hands and respect them. Not Notre Dame. Beat the shit out of Notre Dame. Also, I think that um, <clears throat> with the like a low, <laughs> with, with the fewer number of teams vying for four playoff spots this year, um, I think that Clemson's going to get in even if they're a one-loss team. Yeah, a hundred percent. And and let's be honest, North Carolina is not going to fucking beat them in the conference championship. No, so. no, 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 no. <clears throat> I don't know that we don't see a two-loss team in the playoffs this year. And yes. it might be Notre Dame, especially <laughs> <laughs> especially if the if the Big Ten doesn't uh, come back. So, yeah. Um, two things that I noticed. Uh, well, one thing that I noticed, and two things that uh, that Creel and I noticed of the. Uh, um, uh, the Florida State game yesterday. Uh, Florida State needs to reconfigure their sleeve um, because the design on there is like two ticks away from a SWAT sticker. Yeah, they, they have some weird... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the symbol is, but Sean's right. If you just like rotate that thing like 45 degrees and flatten out one curve, it it's, it's, could be a SWAT sticker. Um, Speaking of Florida State playing, and they played Georgia Tech yesterday, can we just talk about and I hate to sound like the internet, but I'm going to for a minute because I was struck by it. Big ass Georgia Tech black punter. Yeah. Oh yeah. That guy is just the best. I hope. I hope he went to school there. I hope he's the smartest dude at that school. <laughs> I hope he showed up on a, a massive engineering scholarship and just showed up to football and were like, "Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, try out for Lyman." He's like, "No, no, 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 no. I'm a specialist. Yeah, there's for one sure. thing I do here, Coach." I put my laces through this fucking ball, line her up, and let me kick it. What? Yeah, I got you. Honestly, that probably makes the most sense because the um, Larry Fitzgerald with the first down. Um, The uh, honestly, that probably makes sense because if if you're a smart big dude like going to Georgia Tech. You're probably going to understand that you can have a if your quote unquote engineering degree doesn't work out, you can go be a punter in the pros, <laughs> even if you make league minimum and have the longevity of like you know, I mean these aren't punters, but like you know the like and any of the like Janikowski's or um, the and yeah. uh, any of them, then like uh, you know you're st- you're going to be set for life. You can pick up some engineering gigs on the side during the off season yeah. just to scratch that itch. Just put a boot to those laces, and at, at some point, somebody's going to return a punt on that fucker, and he's going to light their ass. And up. I mean, league minimum for a I mean, league minimum is honestly probably like fifty to a hundred grand more than you would make getting out of college anyway as an engineer. Probably, probably. So I mean, go for it, man. Um, what a weird ass game that was. Like it looked like Florida State was going to run away with it for very a weird. Like. They kept they they'd keep getting down. They wouldn't score. We're like, oh, this Florida State offense is fine. And then all of a sudden, everything's gone bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it was Georgia Tech throwing those two interceptions in the red zone, and then mm-hmm. and then of course Florida State uh, blocked what two field goals, two and field a, goals, a, a and an extra after. point. <laughs> it was a weird game. Let him kick field goals too. Let that big blast bastard kick. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't. Um, I'd be too afraid to try to block it. Just the the sheer force of his leg. Um, <laughs> the other thing was, has have we ever seen? I assume that they were the play callers. Uh, the reason why they were wearing bright green or aquamarine polos. Um, one of them looked like leprechauns for Florida State. <laughs> 
there was a white leprechaun, a black leprechaun, and then another guy wearing like an aquamarine shirt, and they were they were holding up like the big boards and like mm-hmm. sending signals into the quarterbacks. Is that why they were wearing that shit? So you can find them immediately. I, th- I think it is. It's yes. to train your eye to look for the thing that's not your team color, so you can get the get the right info in. We've Why does the Florida State just have those two painted up sequin twins with their the shirts? Glitter, the <laughs> glitter guys? Yeah. Oh, they, they, yeah. Look, they looked so sad. <laughs> this is why you don't dress like an asshole when you go to a football game. Because no. if and when you lose, you'll look like an They're even bigger asshole. Like, we never saw those two houndstooth girls again. Mm-mm. Um, I mean, we, we've established that I never watch football and I don't really like the sport. Um, you know, mm-hmm. give me a good YouTube playlist of true crime or to catch a predator. Um, have, have other teams never thought about having, uh, bright green shirts to find your play callers or your signal senders? It seems like a recent thing. I don't remember okay. seeing anything as loud as those dudes. It's the first time I mean, I've also, ever seen it. You're holding a giant sign. And it usually so, has like Rick Ross's head, yeah. like the Little Caesars logo, <laughs> yeah. like, you know. And I would imagine that it's just in the nature of football that when you're on a giant staff like that, and especially now when revenues are different than they were, you're just throwing out every idea to make it look like you're really paying attention in meetings. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Norville, I got an idea. Um, you know, some of the guys, you're looking over, and we're all wearing the same polos. Great polos, by the way. Everything's great. Um, we thought as signal callers, maybe make it a little easier on the guys. We've got some young guys on the team. Let's make it a little easier on them to be able to quickly decipher. Maybe get. I think if we're wearing Aquanet and a day glow close, we can shave four to five seconds off the play clock every time, get some of the reps up, get more offensive plays in. That's what we're, that's our commitment here in the play calling department. Um, I think you described the, uh, the uh, board meetings at Zaxby's because um, <laughs> the fucking commercial that came on nonstop yesterday, I think it was during the floor. It was either during Florida state or Clemson um, uh, had a picture of Johann Sebastian Bach uh, the composer and said, this is Bach. And then it zoomed to a picture of the Zensation salad and said, and these are back. Yeah. They have, there's another one I saw today, which says this is Baxter. And it's got a picture of like a Chihuahua dog. And then it says, and this is back, sir. Is, and then it shows the salad. Wait, are you kidding? I'm me? not kidding you. That's the new one I saw today. Is there a famous Chihuahua named Baxter? I didn't know if it was like some internet meme I didn't know of, or if they're just generalizing a, you know, just a generic dog. I had no idea. Yeah. This is Baxter. Grumpy Cat, and these chicken tenders are Grumpy Back. Cut, Sean, cut the podcast off. <laughs> Email Zaxby's right now. Like these, these are the, these are the, these are the, the ideas they went with. <laughs> well, I, as a person who works for a sure. major fast food corporation, it is a struggle to film anything these days. Mm. So I don't know, man. They're, like, they're you guys, just going through the project folder. Arby's, Arby's, <laughs> Arby's has. Uh, I think Arby's has a pretty good library of shit, especially with uh, what's his name, <laughs> Ding Rams? the voice of everything. Yeah, Ding Rams is making it happen. Oh, touchdown, Tom! No, that's not your jersey. I know you're not used to throwing to. Um, those colors, but those ain't yours either, pal. Did he throw? In, it, it's I saw it was seven oh, and seven. Did he throw in? A it's pick? a bad interception. He just threw. Good, 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 good. good. Just need him to win by four. Um. So I will say that it's never been more clear how college football just isn't college football without the SEC <laughs> than yesterday. Yeah, it was a pr- pretty empty Saturday. I mean, there was some I mean, action, but no real juice. And it was just kind of a the the morning wasn't great. There was kind of a decent afternoon, and the evening was you know poopy. So it's just like, not why competitive. Didn't some, why didn't the ACC decide to just like everybody knew the schedule? Everybody knew everyone's schedules. Why didn't somebody decide to just grab the bull by the horns and just eat up a lot of TV ratings? Like nobody, they didn't schedule That's it a to good have a question great week. because I can't tell you how much I've missed. I've never missed a Mississippi State versus Kentucky 11 o'clock kickoff more in my entire exactly. life. Exactly. And how sexy would, like, Oklahoma State and TCU have been? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, 100% you don't, have to give, you, don't, you don't have to give away a giant game. 
just give us something. Clemson and pick literally anyone else in that conference other than Wake Forest. Yeah. <laughs> Would have been sexier. I don't understand it. I mean, conferences wax and wane, but my God, like, the man, football just is not fucking football. And Freezer had his finger on the pulse when we were talking in the production meeting. He said, I think Florida State, Georgia Tech's the only thing with any umph to it. And by cracky, he was right. That yeah. was the most intriguing game and it bled over because of the weather delay it really took the fire out of anything else you were going to watch mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. and honestly it was just because it was kind of an upset i guess yeah it was and because it was, it was at florida it State. Had some college bonehead stuff um the only game i can say i truly enjoyed yesterday was louisiana and iowa state because that was yeah. an upset yeah. and it wasn't even that yeah, close really like the score was the game was not even close as the score was but louisiana just looked good they looked like a football team that knew what the fuck they were doing that two lane that two lane usa game uh was pretty good too i uh unfortunately two lane came back and won at the end but i like it when they show ozzy newsome that's my favorite oh <sighs> me too um, so, uh, Baker, this, this isn't really college, but, uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, apparently decided to kneel and then, uh, uh, reversed. And then unkneeled before he kneeled. <laughs> he said it would only cause more divisiveness. It's like, so when I used to vote, when I, when I used to work in Congress, there was, uh, there were a couple Democrats, um, there, there were two high-profile votes on the health care bill in 2010, and it had to pass the House, and then when it went to the Senate, they changed a bunch of stuff, so then they had to reconcile the two bills and then vote on the final bill. So there were two votes that House Democrats would have on <clears throat> the health care bill, uh, and, there were, and there were like a handful of Democrats who voted uh, for it, and then when they received like this massive uh, like uprising from their, uh, from their constituents, then they voted against it, and I'm like, man... Talk about a way to piss off everybody. Just, like, be consistent. Mm-hmm. Like, Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield, no one expected you to kneel. Like, just, like, Mm-mm. say, just and, say. And don't. Like, at, at this point, and I agree with him. He's right. Um, and not to make this a whole big thing, but we've proven that we're not changing any hearts and minds through any sort of. If Thursday is protest, any indication, because just, all these fucking people did was walk to goddamn midfield and lock arms and they still got goddamn mm-hmm. booed. Yeah, so it, it's not going to change anything. The the people that, the vocal majority that watch the sport just don't want to hear it. And I don't, I appreciate the sentiment. And I think that protest is, you do have to sacrifice something. But we're actually not sacrificing anything because it's just noise. The people that booed are going to watch. The players who knelt aren't going to accomplish anything through just doing that. Yeah. So... I think the Texans move was the right move. We're not coming out for the fucking song. We're yeah. not here. We're not here for this shit. Take from this what you want. We ain't coming out for it. To hell with it. All you're going to do is complain. So complain on whatever. But we ain't going to be out here for the shit. Suck it. Now, lift every voice and sing is amazing. <laughs> um, The... Uh... We have uh, the, the the coaching carousel has already begun. By the that's way, that's true. <laughs> yes, it has. After one week zero, it happened. Yeah, week zero uh, after USA after the Jaguars beat Southern Miss, they uh, they ditched their coach. Now there there was a little bit of <clears throat> back and forth already because <laughs> I, I forget the guy's name because I don't watch football. Um, but uh, Southern Miss uh, the head coach wanted to hire Art Bryles as an offensive coordinator. Yes, and the mm-hmm. Athletic director gave him some shit about it, and he and like he, I guess he pushed back on that. So it's not a surprise; it was kind of like over before it began. But losing to USA is a great way to uh, to really be the the earliest fired coach ever, unless you're like it didn't matter who he had lost to. That motherfucker could have been playing Alabama in that first game. If if so, if you want to hire Art Browles and they say no, and you don't just say okay, you know, just bringing it up, it's fine. If you push back on that, they're looking for them. Motherfuckers were going over credit card receipts to see if they could get his ass out of there. <laughs> like push back in a public way, and he yeah. and like um, then they, uh, um, yeah. I mean, it's it, it is it, it is absolutely weird. Uh, I mean, I guess we can call it can can we call this the Mike Price Memorial? Uh, the Mike Price Award <laughs> for getting fired. 
Like the earliest fired coach. I'm a big fan of us continuing yeah, that. Yeah, sounds good. Gladly whoop up a theme for that as the years go on. Oh my God, Mike Price. The of things cut. I can do with this rolling baby in a in a <laughs> drop is going to be great. Especially like uh, maybe you work in rolling, rolling, rolling by Limp mm-hmm. Biscuit. Um, give them some mm-hmm. rub. Mm-hmm. Touchdown 49ers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to bring the podcast down for just a minute. Aww. No, they got. Did stopped. anybody happen to watch game day yesterday? I did. I did not. Oh, you made the right choice because it is super sad. Is it just a bunch because, of like, human interest shit? No, no, no. Like the show itself, you know, they did their, they hit their normal beats. Um, the thing about game day, and I know that's not everybody's cup of tea and all that, but here's what I can say safely about game day. It revolves around a couple things. Um, a is it is incredibly well produced and they rarely ever miss a trick. Mm-hmm. Um, Fowler before and Reese Davis now they just move that thing along it is just done well all the time so if they do have a hiccup you really really know yeah of course yesterday was just fraught with like ESPN has been essentially remote for this whole since March Um, this was the worst production I've seen on the network as far as technical glitches really there were delays all over the place do you think it's because everybody's Um, like working from home it yeah, definitely like, was. and everybody was just juiced up for football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, and then you have, you know, they, their own site in Wake Forest, but there's nobody there. So you notice it a little more. Like, I personally don't sure. really notice that the people are missing at the games because I'm here for the games. But whatever. I know people have different opinions on that. But yeah. I did notice it yesterday when games like, oh, shit, nobody's there. Why do they even bother to go through the dangers of traveling to fucking Wake Forest? That would make sense. But at any rate. And, but it was terrible. Like when they tried to do the picks, mm-hmm. there was delays all over the place. And oh, 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 oh! Every oh, time because, somebody yeah. would talk, yeah, you know, somebody else would. And every time Corso tried to get in a uh, a, a not so fast, my friend, it was too slow. <laughs> and then the other side of the screen was. How do you work this? Yeah, a lot of how do you work this. And then the other part of game day, I think, is just the relationship between Herb Street and Corso. Mm. Um, it is it is a young dude who loves an old man who's yeah. just there to, to lean his shoulder down every time Corso needs him to lean on it. Herb Street is right there for him. Of course. And Herb Street brings him along. And, you know, maybe you're tired of Corso's shtick. Maybe he's too old to be on TV. All those things are possible. But at some point, he's our lovable great, great, great grandfather at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's by himself at home because he is a very high risk. Yeah. And sure. and he has said, I don't even think we should be playing. Like, he's he's full on in. He's full in pandemic, dude, which yeah. is fine, whatever. Yeah, of course. So he's at home. And they have dressed up the set. And it looks great. It looks really nice. But he doesn't have Herb Street there mm-hmm. to help him. So he gets to doddering. And it gets real sad real fast. The first thing that happened, and this was actually funny, but sad too. So he's there, and I don't know how much is green screen. I don't know, but it looks like he's at his home. It looks like they've they've brought him a desk, and he's at his desk. And you can see behind him, he's like in his sunroom. They've dressed it up. They put some signs around, and out the window, you see his pool. And at the pool, you see the demon deacon is like sitting in a chair, and the Clemson Tiger is grilling. He's at the fucking grill. And so they they throw the course over the first time and he's and he's his speech is, is tough. He's he's fighting it, but he's getting through. And Herb Street tries to lob him a softball. And he says, Oh, coach, looks like you got some friends there with you. So Corso goes on the thing about, yeah, they did a great job. They dressed the setup. The staff is here, they're helping me and all that. And you just see Herb Street's face fall because he realizes one of two things is happening. A, Lee Corso does not realize there are two anthropomorphic mascots behind him making a meal. Or B, there aren't two anthropomorphic mascots behind him making a meal and it's like a green screen or something. And you see Herbie look like, oh shit. I said, and you just hear Herb Street in the most crestfallen voice goes, yeah, and, and, and the mascots are back there, coach. <laughs> 
<laughs> or, you know, three, uh, Corso realizes they are back there and they are real, but he just thought Herb Street was talking about the crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we gotta tighten that up, game day. I didn't even think about that. We gotta tighten it up. We gotta tighten it up. And oh my god, the head, the head, the headwear was just the worst. It was so bad. Didn't help that Chris Paul was the yeah. He he called in too, so he was delayed. And then it was it was just Mm -hmm. a lot of people waiting. And was someone gonna make a joke? Do I jump in now? When do I talk? It was just a lot of just weird, awkward silences. And they were. Running late, it seemed like too. Like I was going to say, I think it. it meant like four minutes yeah. over because of so much flim flam <laughs> back and forth. They need less people picking. They and just need to have Corso, Herb Street, and the celebrity picker. They they had you know David, uh, uh, not Palmer, uh, Pollock, Pollock and Desmond. Yeah. Too David many people Pollock doing picks. Head Ghoul. And Desmond's all making picks, and yeah, it was just mm-hmm. so bad. Well, I mean, if there's so anybody bad. more at risk. It's David. Oh, it is. Oh, my God. The gremlin himself. He, he shouldn't be there. He shouldn't be there. I know he's starving with just smell the smell of corpses in the air is driving mm-hmm. crazy. And they lean on Felica too much. They really go oh, to the bear, the bear. a lot he's now the worst. because they can't quite do everything. Yeah. Really leaning in on that. So, yeah, we got to tighten it up game day. I'm here with you, but we got to tighten it up. Was there any SEC Nation pregame show? I didn't even look for. I guess I, not I, I'm because sure there, there were no fucking SEC no, games. Yeah. No games. Um, they talked to Saban, and he said, "We're going to practice today." I don't know the fuck y'all are talking about. That's what we're going to do. We're going to practice. Yeah. Um. Well, it was it was a nice little. I can't. I don't think we can even call it an app appetizer, less less an appetizer. Uh, but it was good to see football on that, you know, didn't include the team's Austin Pay or P or however you pronounce it. Shit, I uh, went over there looking for Austin P yesterday. They got blowed out. <laughs> Freezer, how do you, where do you sit on after seeing a week of it of no fans in the stands? Are you affected by I'm that? I'm not. Uh, I'm like you. I'm not really there to watch goofy people in the audience with a sign or the cheerleaders or the band. Having the fake noise makes it seem like people are there, so I'm I'm just fine the way it is. I'd say no fans from here on out. And anyway, get them, get rid of them, and demolish get them all out, stadiums. Get them out of here. Mm-hmm. Demolish all stadiums. Put the game in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do, did y'all find yourselves shaming people in the crowd like I constantly do? A thousand percent for not doing something. Like oh, put your mask on, fatty. We don't need that hot dog. <laughs> what well, are you doing, you dumb bitch? I don't. I don't understand why. Like a lot of like even in the at the Florida uh, Florida State Stadium, like <clears throat> uh, they uh, seem to like close off sections and make it di- more difficult for people to um, distance. Like I get it. Like you know, if you show up with somebody, if you show up with like four friends, you're going to sit together. But like it just seemed like there were gr- uh, it was just a bunch of groups of four all crammed together, not wearing masks. Yeah, and I'll say this for. The stadium workers and for everybody involved, um, as I do have some experience with live events yeah, during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I will say that no matter what you tell those idiots, they'll just cram up on top of mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. Because oh, this is where we always sit. This is my seat. Even yeah. though you know you sell the tickets in blocks of whatever, and the, and it's hard to police it without yeah. actual police and even if you try to police it just becomes more of a problem then you're just throwing more people who are trying to socially distance as workers you're throwing them in the whole fracas and it just gets to be a mess so i don't i don't know what the answer is to that um, yeah. but i will make fun of anyone i just see sitting there smiling not wearing a mask just because it's not that hard guys my fucking six-year-old can do it it's not tough it's just, that guy wears a mask in the car because it matches his outfit oh I mean, my God, we all saw Andy Reid on fucking Thursday night. That guy looked ridiculous. Yeah, he was he was there and he did it. I I I I as the laziest person on earth, it, it is just so much easier just to wear a fucking mask and not be like even if I and I I'm I, I take this seriously and I and I think everybody should wear a mask. But even if I were like an anti-masker, like. It would be so much easier just to wear a mask because you don't have to fucking deal with people. It's just done. It's just over with. Just to to go to a football game. Like, just, I understand we all have our line and we all have the, but we, we, the things we accept to go to see a football game already, 
we're already accepting a lot of things that we don't like. Like, you know what I don't like to do in my personal life? Sit on a metal ass bench. Mm -hmm. That's a thing I don't like to do. <laughs> I don't like to don't be like around 110,000 people. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> we already accept those things. Why not just and and I'm not even I'm not even out here saying that it is really doing anything. I'm truly not. I don't know. I'm here to tell you I'm not a scienceman and I don't know if it works or it doesn't work. It does. What I do know, it makes me feel better. It makes me feel like we're all taking it seriously and we're all putting ourselves in the same place and on the same level if we just abide by these temporary rules. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all you're saying. And that's all we've and been Florida saying. And Florida State is the worst case scenario to put on a TV in this shit. Because you know they ain't fucking... Do They're gonna do whatever the fuck they want to. I mean, my God. Um, are, so I guess, again, there's there's not a lot of games next week. This is... I guess this has been an appetizer yeah. this week. Because there's, there's even less next I'm week. I'm looking at the schedule. The, the best game will probably be Miami plays at Louisville. That's the ABC night game. So they're both ranked and both 1-0. Other than that, you know, I teased Hankins with going down to the Bobby Dodd Stadium to see Georgia Tech host UCF. Mm -hmm. um, Notre Dame hosts South Florida. That game is on the USA Network. Again, uh -huh. that game is on USA. Characters welcome. Oh, I, I, I like how they're... they're they're welcoming characters. Um, did they? Uh, are there any good uh, other football games on? Murderers welcome too. Creole. Oh. Uh, you know other other football. Oh, like the other kind soccer of football? football. Yeah, I'm sure there's like DC United and Liverwurst playing each other, and <coughs> you know how it goes out on the pitch. Wearing their kits. Wearing the kits. Keepers and sweepers and uh, free kicks, offsides. Of, of course, there's like offsides. Keepers, sweepers, and jeepers creepers. Uh, this has been episode 173. Can you believe it? Of throw the flag. Um, oh yeah, do we want to do some WTF stats? Stat or chat? Wait, should we? <laughs> <laughs> so did we get a yeah? New what's this WTF? <laughs> I've forgotten all of my all. Of, oh man, I was just so ex I was just so excited that we're back, you guys. Um, <clears throat> now nah, we'll do it next week. Okay. We'll we'll need yeah, it more. Look, next it's week. not like we're gonna have a big slate of games to talk over. Yeah, and uh, so now that I've both uh, ruined the bit about making fun of soccer, where Hankins uh, is silent. And uh, false started on the, the Statter Chat. This has been uh, what you've always known us to be. Episode 173 of Throw the Flag. Uh, go to ttfnetwork.com. And you forgot our big tagline that we go out on. Oh, I almost did. Thank God. And <laughs> we're going we're gonna to end this like we end every single Throw the Flag episode. One, two, three. Shell yeah! Oh, shell yeah! <laughs> I said shell yeah. Surprise, surprise, so you rub your eyes Never knew you the yes, so cool as eyes Hit a fight, then they'll be stupefied Ducks, categorize